It's a new day, yes it is! Podcast of all time, which is entitled The New Day. Feel the Yeah, you see, I get yes. that short. I was told yeah, my baby go. was too long. Yeah, yeah it was yes. too long. You better like, I got scolded after the last pie. You know, I got scolded. Shorten that baby up. Shorten the baby up. I am Xavier Woods, a.k.a. Austin Creed. I am Big E, also known as Big Wolf, formerly Big E Langston. But like I said, one day I showed up to work and a man just said, you ain't Big E Langston no more. Do you know the kind of trauma you go through when you just have your name chopped off like that? You just show up and now something that you were so attached to is gone from you, taken from you just like that. You don't know that kind of pain. You never lived that life. And I hope you never have to experience that. So now instead of Big E Langston, I can't even roll the Langston off. I can't even say Big E Langston had a rhythm to it. I can't even say that anymore. Now I'm just Big E. I'm just, I'm Biggie. And I am Kofi Kingston. Honestly, uh, a lot of people had their names changed when they came onto the WWE roster. I don't think that they knew that my real name was Kofi. And mm. I got to keep my real name, my government name. I'm real happy. Kingston is not. Thank you. Right. Ladies and gentlemen, today we have two men. Two men who excite me, who give me a tingle in my body. I saw these two men in NXT and I said, this is the future and the present. I'm talking, these two men have been on your TV screens for quite some time now. They go by the name of the Street Prophet. Yes, 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 yes. But these men excite me, they excite me. I'm, I'm rambling now. Anyways, I give you Angelo Dawkins. Montez Ford, the street prophets. Give a vocal cord. I don't think we can say anything else, dogs. I think that's good. <laughs> yeah, man, I got no idea. Yeah, you know, took everybody to church real quick, bro. Well, look, man, Praise it God. could have been better. It could have been better. But, you know, I sidetracked because my whole rhythm, because when I wrote, I can mm-hmm. intro them. I had a plan. But then when yeah. Woods started talking, it kind of rolled. You know, it's cool, it. though. It's cool. Mm-hmm. So just so no. you know. Yeah, um, I don't want to set up anymore. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I just said the intro. I wasn't planning on doing the rest. No, you, you got it. You I'm heading up to you. No, no, no man. It. You look make oh, so bad in front of our guests. Oh, it's my turn. Okay. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. What's going on? Yeah. True, man. What's we chilling, dog. What's good? Raw tag team champions. Uh-huh. I got I got a very serious question. Um, this first one is from Montez. So I feel like we as the New Day, the three of us, one of the things that helped propel us into, into the, the little bit of success that we've had is the fact that we understood that people communicate in what's called gifts. So we would make sure <laughs> that we would have some sort of gifable experience while we we're out there. And yes. you guys... You, you, you have a, a, is this knack of turning up for way too long when you turn up. And I feel like Dawkins turns into the guy, hey, we gotta, we gotta go. We, it's, always, it's always you partying <laughs> and Dawkins. So it's, it's that fantastic mix of 
this is what my life is at 2 a.m. when my friend's trying to leave the party. <laughs> it's, so, it's, it's so good that the both of you are, are so into all of that. So is that just, do you guys realize that you want to make gifts or is it just y'all messing around? I mean, it's it's pretty much been like that since like, even like, I remember like even the first time me and Docs like actually like encountered, like it's just been like that from day one. Like, uh, I mean, the first time me and Docs encountered, we was, uh, it was after my second trial and then we had, they sent us upstairs while they was doing acting class. And uh, during the trial, like I thought the, uh, I thought pretty much the promos was in the evening, but they were actually in the, uh, in, in the morning. So I did a promo in moccasins and some shorts. And so when we went upstairs, <laughs> <laughs> and I was freaking out. I was like, oh my God, man, I have my suit, whatever. I'm like, oh man, I'm bugging. And so I get upstairs and I'm in these gym shorts and this sweatshirt and some moccasins. And uh, they like, see docs, he wear moccasins just like you. He said, yeah. <laughs> 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 so me being like the frantic one and docs is like, yeah, he's the one that like brings it back together, you know? So yeah. Which is so crazy because Dawkins, I feel like when, when we first met that, you were so insane and you've like, in, in, your, uh, in your time throughout developmental, you've, you've matured a little bit and you've toned yeah. it down some, but then now you're with Montez, who is straight turned up all the time. So <laughs> <laughs> how did this come about? Because I remember, I remember living in a house with Breeze and Rick Victor. And when I got called up and moved back to Atlanta, you moved in yep. and... Uh, you completely destroyed that side of the house next time I came yeah. to. Was- <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Great immature times back in my days, I guess, huh? Yeah, I used to clown around a lot, but I guess it was a little bit of me being like really, really immature because my me clowning around at that point in time, it was like, hey, bro, you might want to chill out or you ain't going to be here no more. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, like, and then like once, uh, what, you moved out and then I moved in with Breeze and Victor. They took me under their wing. You took me under your wing and like, just helped me along the way. So then like I started to tone down a little bit more, but like I've always been laid back. Everybody's always known me as that guy, but I've always been really goofy and really like my age was really showing at that time when I got here. So, but like now I'm just like really, really toned back and like more mature, I guess, if you want to say I'm mature. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I'm still, I'm still the same me that I was just way, way, way toned down. Doc, I feel like your your uh, claim to fame, amongst many, is you, you have to have the record for longest tenure uninterrupted in developmental history. Uh, I've never seen anything like it. Uh, and, and kudos to you, because a lot of people who end up in developmental for four, five, six years, it's eventually like, all right, we got nothing for them. They're out the door. But it's cool to see the two of you do your thing in NXT, because I think for us for a while, especially when we're doing tag stuff for a while, you're kind of looking to all right, who can we work next? What's next? So oftentimes it's looking at the other brand or your brand, but it's also looking at NXT. And what I love with you guys is I felt a kinship in performance, even without even like talking to you, because to me, you guys tried to, your aim was similar to what our aim was, not only show your athleticism and be unique in the ring, but also to entertain people, to have those gifable moments, to have those, uh, to be entertaining. Uh, and that's what I really love that it's not just, Hey, we have a really cool entrance and we get people into it, but man, we can go as well. So that's why I always admired you guys. Cause I felt like it was very much in that vein. And you guys, I couldn't think of anyone like I'd seen before in the company that resembled you guys or that, you know, you, you felt fresh and 
and genuine. And I think a lot of times too, when we integrate pop culture or stuff that's going on in the culture presently, it always feels dated to me and inauthentic. And for me, when I watch y'all, I was like, that, to me, that doesn't feel inauthentic at all. Like that feels like y'all are actually having fun. Like that's the two of you if you were just chilling on the weekend. And that's what I always admired. Uh, so it's, we always like, we talked about it in the car rides oftentimes too. And uh, just always really thought highly of you guys' work. And then uh, you guys came up, but now nah, just uh, much respect. God, man, that Thank means you, man. so much. Coming for man, coming for y'all, man. That 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 means that means a lot. Man. Oh yeah, man, he really does. Like, cause like, I mean, like he'd be like the first to tell you to like to be like in the presence and to like work alongside with y'all. And like, I remember like it's just like not only get inspiration, like you said, with culture wise, but just like the fact that like. The fact, Kofi, man, the fact that that, like, for us seeing that, I know for me particularly, like, how particularly how big that was and how, how much that impacted us and how, like, the things that y'all did and, like, I know I'm, I'm rambling about you guys and everything, but, like, it's just, like, as much hearing you all say that and the fact that you all have made such a huge impact on us, like, that's what has made us been, like, authentic, you know what I'm saying? It's like, just showing like a different shade from or different, you know, revenue from our culture, just like, cause we all have like these different things we bring to the table. So it's just like, as much as like, uh, you guys, like as much as you have, we have inspired you guys. It's, it's the same from just this end as well, man. Oh yeah, definitely, man. Yeah. We appreciate you, man. Uh, that to me, like, that's really what it's all about. You know, um, just kind of like, uh, I guess in a weird way, like paying it forward, you know what I mean? Uh, so, so for you to hear you guys say that you're inspired by us is, um, it's awesome, you know? And then like he was saying, I think he hit the nail right on the head. There's very few teams out there that really understand like what it takes to like truly be embraced by the crowd. And what I love about you guys is the fact that you completely understand the element of crowd participation, to the point where you, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's so like, it's so unique. And you would think that like somebody would have thought of this before, but to come out on your entrance and then you just look to the left. And instead of just saying hi and high fiving with the people and connecting with them in that way, y'all get right up in there, you know, and then have the people surrounding you, you know, and, and that way, like the, the emotion that they, uh, that, that they portray when they're cheering for you and they're watching you do your thing. It's very, very real. You know what I mean? And I think it's awesome that you guys, embrace that and understand like the 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 power the true power of of the crowd you know so i always love seeing you guys out there man it's uh it really is a true joy to watch and then obviously like he said too uh the fact that y'all can go in the ring you know uh it obviously it helps people get into it when they believe that there are two brothers in there who are actually fighting for each other there's a difference between like you know like two characters who are playing the role of, oh, this is my teammate and two people who are in there who are one bond. You know, I think it's a really rare thing. Y'all got something special for sure. Yeah, thank you, man. Thank you, bro. We just try to get like y'all. 
<laughs> y'all, man, we we on one we on one reign, y'all. We just, yeah, dog. <laughs> y'all ain't got your own cereal, bro. Hey, pancakes, bro. Come on, man. Pancakes, man. Y'all are on the way though, there because you know we do have the product that, that, that you consume in in the cereal. We throw out the pancake. But y'all, and this is a question that I'm, I'm, I'm probably going to come off sounding like the old man who doesn't know what's going on. But I'm going to ask, okay? What is in the damn cups? What's in the cups? You know? Because I see y'all come off there and everyone's having a good time and y'all have the cups, everyone's party, and I'm, I'm right there with you. But I'm like, I don't, I love this and I don't know why, you know? But I, I like what I'm seeing, but I just needed to get, I needed to be broken down to me as far as what is in the cups. Street profits. It is happiness. That's what's in the cup. That's a non-answer, man. That's a non-answer. How dare you? Don't, don't come on here and be telling us tall tales. Come on, man. Because you ain't never had happiness, dog? Whatever somebody's happiness is, whatever makes them feel that good inside, whatever makes them feeling good inside, that's this, that's what's in the cup. That's what's in the cup. Yeah. <laughs> Happiness in the cup. <laughs> yeah. Happiness in the cup. Never know what it is, dog. As long as it makes you happy, you good. You know what I'm saying? Uh, hell of an answer. You, you uh, can literally well have no, no, well and no love. And how are you going to question that? You know? No one can question what's in the cup. Oh, it's happiness. Oh, okay. Yeah, go do your thing. You know? You yeah. can have anything in that cup. You can have anything up. in there. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's okay. what, I, I, what I always love about wrestling, probably my favorite thing, is when people have like the connection with like an inanimate object and it becomes that thing. Because I always think like, oh, if someone can dress up as you for Halloween like quickly and people know exactly what it is, that's perfect. And so like as soon as I see somebody like with the cup doing the doing the sway, I'm like, ah, okay, street profits. I know one thing for us and me specifically, when I would make my wrestler in like wrestling games back in the day, I'd always give him like that rain down pyro. So I know like, I think our, our first couple of entrances when we got pyro, it was that. And I know that made me feel all kinds of ways. And I'm curious how it made y'all feel when y'all got the raining cups, py- like quote unquote pyro. I remember uh, it was crazy. Like it's, it's, it's like, uh, it's like a birthday celebration. It's like a party. It's like <laughs> all this stuff out and we just like, <laughs> but uh, I remember like they were selling us before uh, SummerSlam. They said, you guys have solo cups in interest. I'm like, okay. So we're thinking like, maybe they're going to be on the Thunderdome. And like when they shot them, we was like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> like, yo, <laughs> that was cool. It was cool. It's, it's, it's I was cool. like, yeah, man. Hey, that was cool. But I was like, hey, you know what, though? No, that janitor about to be cleaning up a bunch. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, hey, this is tight, dog. Oh, man. Yo, I hope the janitor likes lots and lots of happiness, fam. <laughs> <Yeah, yeah, yeah. laughs> so did y'all know it was going to rain cups? No, no, no. We, we thought it was going to be like on the, the screens on the, the Thunderdome. So the first time y'all saw it was the actual entrance. Yeah, I was like, oh. Genuine reactions. <laughs> that is amazing. Doc, I've known you for, well, man, almost a decade now, it feels like. But uh, so I know a bit more of your backstory. I know it's kind of a bland general, like, how'd you get into wrestling? But Tez, how, like, what was your your path to to getting to this? Because when I see you, I see a guy who's like, man, you, I feel like you could have been an NFL wide receiver. You could have mm-hmm. run track, like, such a freakish athlete. And I wouldn't often think 
when I see your physical skills, that wrestling would be your path. So what was your path? So uh, I did in high school, uh, I did all track. I ran uh, my events with a 200 and 400. So I was mostly track and I did cross country as well. But those are mostly the sports I did come out of high school. Right out of high school, I went to the military and also in the military is just strictly running. So basically like running is majority, like pretty much all my background. And then uh, from the military, I did contracting. And then I actually did two trials with the WWE. Did one a year after I got out of the military. And uh, on that first one, they was like, hey, spoke well, but maybe just put on more size. So on the next trial, which was like in 2014 after that, uh, that's when I put on, I think, like what, 50 pounds, dogs? Between the yeah, first trial, the last trial. So I just... It was about 50 pounds. I put them you up. said how much? 15 or 50? <laughs> Five zero. That's wow. So yes. Five so zero. Wow. What was the time frame? Oh, gosh. It was, it was over a year. It was from 2013, late 2014. So a little over a year, about a year and a half. What'd you do? How'd you do it? So it wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't clean. I was like throwing like cheeseburgers, pizza. So it wasn't all like, like, Good weight. I mean, it's it time to eat. But it was, it was birthday cake. Yeah. <laughs> Happiness. <laughs> it was bad weight. So it, it was some good weight, but it was. I was just like hoisting everything, and like then I would try to like put myself, I guess, on a, like a plan. But I would just add more and more calories because I was just like, okay, I have to like, I like cut out a whole bunch of cardio too. So like when the second child came, I was just like. I was way more gas than I was <laughs> from the first half because pounds was God. hard to move, huh? Oh my God. <laughs> that's why I like, I, that's, why I passing like out. that's why I always command dogs because I'm like, God, dog, man, I was, I was, I was about, I was dying at 250, man. <laughs> That's so wild. Hey, Tess, if it makes you feel any better, bro, shoot, when I tried out, Ricky Steamboat told me to put on weight because I was 240. I was like, all right, bet. Came back when I got hired, I was 285, baby. Yeah, yeah, I'm right. <laughs> Cheeks just bulging. <laughs> Everyone's like, yo, did, did Gary eat or did dogs eat himself? <laughs> Dawkins, uh, just for the people who, who aren't aware of uh, some things that you did in your tenure in, in development, could you speak on uh, your connection with, with one Sasha Banks? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Back in the day, uh, I used to rock a plaid shirt with Sasha Banks. You know, I was the hype man. Okay. Sure enough, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. yeah it, was, it was like that. You know what I'm saying? Sasha would be like, who's the baddest? And I'll be like, Sasha. <laughs> that was it. <laughs> I mean, had the glasses and the little backpack too. The backpack yeah, too. Had, yeah. I rocked a backpack, plaid shirt, glasses, no prescription, no lens. Yeah, man. Just for the look. Was that oh, just yeah. for, for promo class? Or did you guys ever, you did that on some shows too, on like yeah. the Coconut Loops. Oh yeah, I did a uh we did a couple shows together on Coconut Loops. And uh yeah, we did a bunch of promos together as well. Really helped inspire the boss character being born so people can yeah. 
give you your 10% on that, you know? There you go. Yeah, get yeah. your dude. <laughs> hey, yo, Sasha, I still need that cut. <laughs> <laughs> she been avoiding me. She yeah. did. <laughs> first. Calls. <laughs> Y'all debut on the main roster. She comes in. Oh, oh my God, he's here. Oh, he's here. Yeah, what? Oh, <laughs> hey, what's up, dogs? It's a, hey, yo, oh, Sasha, you ripped. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, one one thing that's very important to the three of us is is our gear. We mm-hmm. stay. We try to stay as clean as possible at all times. Right now, he's rocking this what the Nickelodeon gear, Nickelodeon yes. Fire mm-hmm. gear. Well, yeah, it was supposed to be yeah, a WrestleMania gear. Yeah. It, was, it was supposed to be a WrestleMania gear, uh, and I, we put because it's supposed to be in Tampa too. And we had some odes to uh, at least because I'm from born and raised in Tampa, and I had I went to Warden. Uh, I was Warden Wildcats, so I had the Warden Wildcat logo in there. Uh, so it's in there, and uh, it's a Tampa Prep Terrapin is in there too. So I had like little Easter eggs for Tampa. But whenever we get gear, uh, sometimes we talk about like, oh, it doesn't fit now. Let's hold up. I don't like waiting for anything. Just wear it, be done with it, sell it, and get it out of there. But yeah, it's uh, it's an ode to Nickelodeon too. We got the uh, Rocco's Martin Life uh, little triangles on mm-hmm. it. We also what else do we put in there? This is the like the slime, slime. the green slime. Yeah, the slime. And then yeah. we each have like a logo for like what show is like our favorite. Yes. Yeah. And I have the all that style New Day logo yeah. book. Yeah. Yes. Shout out to Jonathan Davenport once again. Yes. Yeah, Shout out. Yes. I, I say that to ask you guys because I feel like y'all's gear is always, always so clean. Dope. And so with us, ours is always super busy. And I feel like y'all's is much less busy, but like it's it's like it's it's so clean. It's so clean. Like, do y'all put an importance on what your gear looks like? Or is it just like let me get these random colors or, or do y'all like sit and like stress over it? So like the, the cool thing about it is like we can go like the 2K video game, like usually like we'll go in there and like we'll go in there. We'll just like mix and match the colors. We're just like, how does color look? And it's like, oh, that's dope. And then like or if it's like a, like if something's coming up or if we want to do like a tribute to something like we're like, OK, this color, because uh, I think we did that for Toronto too. We just go on the 2K game and just just like because you can mix match the colors like real quick on there and like take pictures, send it. So it's. It's not too much discussion, but it's just like, you know, whatever is whatever's happening around that time and like the color scheme we haven't tried and so but yeah, it's but uh whatever sports team we wanna rock. Yeah, sports right. we wanna rock, uh whatever arena tribute. So it's cool because like I, I, the the green gear this time was like close to the playoffs. So maybe Boston like busts out tonight, you know. There we go. My man, my man. That's what I'm talking about. If we don't, and if they don't, then now we know like we probably got the same, you know, thing that's going on with Drake. You know, we wear the same color. <laughs> <laughs> the Drake curse going, dogs. <laughs> I ain't dog. If we got the Drake curse going on, I ain't never rocking Ohio State colors. Jinx <laughs> 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 on my boys, man. <laughs> that's crazy. So uh, so speaking of uh, I know I'm gonna I'm gonna take this back a little bit because we are talking about gear and I feel like I missed this. But anyway, uh, and style. So uh, we got to go back to talking about, we kind of breezed over this, uh, moccasins, you know? Because it takes a certain kind of man to wear moccasins because we're not talking about like in ring. A lot of the stuff that I wear, like, you know, oh, sneakers with wings on them or these bright colors. I'm like, oh, it's okay because I'm going, I'm going to work and I'm going to wear these. But in real life, I can't, I can't pull that off. But y'all are out here wearing moccasins. Tez, I've seen some of your outfits. You know, you have like some seersucker shorts on with some glasses and, a, you know, uh, uh, like a cowboy hat. You know, it's like what? 
where, where do y'all, where do y'all get your style? You know what I'm saying? Are you inspired by anybody or is it something that you have always been like, like into, you know, cause it's something that you like obviously go out of your way to incorporate. I mean, when it comes to the style, I don't really know much about that. I mean, as of right now, you know what I'm saying? I got my Devos right here, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Devos, baby. Devos and moccasins, baby. I mean, look, dog, I've always been a I've always been a person that rocks sweats and house shoes no matter what. I mean, back, I remember back in the day, my mom, me and my mom would get into it because she'll have like an outfit for me to go to school and I'll walk right past it. I still have a pair of sweatpants from my junior year of high school that I still rock. Wow. And my mom wants them gone, decapitated, <laughs> this, done, ended. Like she, like she came back this weekend, uh, two weeks, and uh, she came down here to visit my kid and freaking all of a sudden she was like, you still got those daggone pants, man? Like, yo, burn them. <laughs> <laughs> I just always like and Tesla like we've gone out to when we've gone out with the boys and stuff I've always been in sweats they'll be dressed up I'm in sweatpants and hoodies and just house shoes man like I gotta be comfortable bro gotta be relaxed gotta feel good dog my, my man's he he's I'm like and this was like in his heyday too man I've seen this man like just get attention just for being comfortable <laughs> <laughs> like you know, hey, how are you? And just like, yo, like I'm like I'm comfortable, you know. And it's <laughs> yeah, bro. And besides, man, y'all got to look at it like this: when you go out and stuff, how many people do y'all see dressed up, man? Not everybody going out. Not nah. everybody that confident to be rocking sweats <laughs> in a setting where they try to get nice for everybody, bro. It was just that simple for me. <laughs> I stood out. I mean, I was bigger than half the people there, so like. It helped, but I mean, hey, dog, they was like, yo, why you always rocking house shoes, dog? I got to be comfortable, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Chilling in the cut, eating gummy worms all day, man. That's how I roll, baby. <laughs> <laughs> so so this question is actually directed at Montez, then. I guess so. Yeah. I guess so. <laughs> yeah, you said fashion and style. Yeah, that ain't, that ain't, that ain't me, dog. <laughs> I think, uh, I think like, uh, for me, it's just, uh, so like from when I was younger, my mom used to always like, like have me in a suit and like, she always say like, you know, if you have a suit on, like whether you you can be ready to do pretty much whatever. So like pretty much been in a suit, but just basing off from there, just like seasonal stuff, like just taking risks. Like if it's like uh spring, just trying to like mess around with like some colors for spring, but I get like most of my stuff from like, uh, uh, Russell Westbrook, because like uh, he's like one of the guys that like just take risk in like his fashion. So like we've been like from like younger from like suits to like now it's just like taking risk and like like type of fashion. And, like sometimes it may work, sometimes it may not, but uh, eventually you'll find like I think I I don't think I find like whatever groove it is yet. But just I'm gonna just keep trying to take risk and see what works and see if this is cool. And and the cool thing about it is like. Uh, Bianca, my wife, she gets, she actually makes most of like the pants and stuff I wear. Oh, really? So, like, mm. Yeah. So, wow. like, what? So, if like it's something new I want to try, like I can just be like, hey, babe, you know, like we'll get the fabric and shit, go make it. Like, okay, cool. Man. Oh, so, yeah. So, most of the stuff if I do try it, it's like not even from like the stores. It's just 
fabric that one of a kind. I ain't got the big money like y'all, man. So I can't. I can't be out there. Come on, come on, man. Well, I'm not like that. I can't be out there buying no Gucci, like man. And no. like, you know, I can't mm. be out there. No You're talking to the wrong guys. <laughs> <for this. laughs> I was gonna say Dawkins telling the story about his his sweatpants. I feel E, you have shirts that you've had for a long time and shorts you've had for a long time. Yeah. Yeah, I still got stuff from like junior year of high school and whatnot. Yeah. It's it's stuff that you know it has some sentimental value too, and some some of it's practical too. As it's stuff from from college, like old sweats and whatnot. I'm also a person that has no business talking about fashion because I got no sense whatsoever. It's Kofi. I, th- I feel like Kofi is a fashionable one of the three of us. More more fashion forward. Uh, I, yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, I, I wear I wear tight pants. I tightened up my wardrobe, you know, European style a little bit. I went from a large to a medium without changing size, you know, uh, physical without changing physical size. I tightened it up a little bit, but I wouldn't call myself a fashionista by any means, you know. Man, hold up, though. Hey, real quick, yo, wasn't it like a couple months ago? Big E was posing with them, uh, them back in the day Deacon suits, bro. Yeah, right, right. Hey, where the where the aunties at? <laughs> well, it, it was the start of the pandemic, and I was losing my mind. I was go, I was like, I, I just need to go through my closet and get rid of stuff. And then I didn't realize I just had a bunch of stuff. Like, why do I have stuff from 15 years ago, mm-hmm. bro? The the tall tees that go down to your knees, like y'all might be too young for. That. I don't know if y'all. What you <laughs> talking about? Oh, I was in high school. school. Yeah. <laughs> what you mean? Come on, dog. You got a snowman shirt, don't you? I never pulled the trigger on the snowman. You mean the Jeezy shirt, right? Yeah, the Jeezy shirt. But you you could get kicked out of places with the snowman shirt because of the reference to the snowman. So it was kind of controversial, but uh, yeah. I just tell them it's winter outside, dog. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I lived lived in Florida. I lived in Florida, so. But yeah, man, the fashion from like early to mid 2000s was embarrassing looking back. It's, it's a uh, lot of yeah, man. It I has its moments. I could have took a nap in one of my t-shirts, man. That's how long it was. <laughs> it's a nightgown. It's a nightgown. It's a, is what it is. I yeah, just roll over to the side. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I've seen, and this is this is so weird because I saw it on Breeze first, and I saw it on a bunch of other people. Those G unit tank tops with the thick shoulder yeah. straps. Yeah, Don't yeah, tell yes. me Breeze. Take tops from the Nelly. <laughs> I need some pictures. I like laughed. I was like, why are you wearing a G in a tank top? And he's like, oh, I just, I, he's been listening to a bunch of like old, old music and been buying clothes that they talk about. But then I saw like two other people just like in life wearing them. I was like, are, are these coming back? <laughs> Breeze does not have a G-unit tank body, man. That's that's not his look. He's in good shape, but that's not. You got to be kind of. You got to be a little brolic with it. Brolic up top. He's in great shape, but he. That's not his look. I I got to put inside on that one. Breeze in a G-unit tank top. That's great. You know what? <laughs> Today is the day I found out Breeze rocking a G unit tank top. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. Oh, no. Breeze unit. <laughs> yeah. Uh, to, uh, to bring it back a little bit, you talked about, uh, Dawkins, you talked about your mom coming down to see the baby, new father. Mm-hmm. Congratulations. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. How, how are you uh, enjoying fatherhood? It's very different. Things change, huh? Oh, yeah. You know, um, I finally, you know, got to. You know what I'm saying? Play the PlayStation for the first time in a while. Now that I'm got used to a schedule somewhat. Uh, but other than that, man, it's been awesome. I still haven't been peed on yet. 
I'm Whoa. still running. I am still crushing that game. You know what I'm saying? Training hard. <laughs> Training camp was hard for your boy, man. You know what I'm saying? I went through crazy tour days to get ready for this moment because I told myself I'm going to be the first father to not get peed on by uh, his kid. Mm-mm. Respect the ambition, you know. Yeah, you, you, you got it. You got to respect the ambition, you know. But he, they, he, he's gonna get you when you when you least expect it, you know. That's nah, that's what's bro. going. On. My, my, hey, my Dawkins senses is tingling each and every time, bro. <laughs> Come on, man, he's I'm right dodging. here, bro. Ah, ah. Hey, remember that video on Lil Kim? Ah. <laughs> <laughs> but nah, man, it, it's cool, man. Uh, it's just like it's still funny that. I mean, you put me and the word father next to it, and <laughs> I'm actually a father, and I'm responsible for this uh, young this kid that was just brought into this world. So, like, it's really cool. Um, I like it a lot. The dude's growing fast. I felt bad for him when he uh, was born because, like, he already had pretty big feet as a baby. And I was like, hey, bro, you already going to have to order online shoes for you, I see. <laughs> <laughs> hey, my man, you ever heard of Nike.com? <laughs> East Bay. <laughs> but like given like given like all the experiences that I've had with that, like I know how to handle it because it was really tough for my mom at some points. Like, all right, he keeps growing, like, but we can't keep going to the stores because every time we go to the stores, Tez has been there with me. Oh, like, hey, y'all got a size 15? Dudes just look at me and be like, yeah, we'll be right back. Come out with a whole catalog, blow off the dust. <laughs> be like, hey, man, we can have this see you in seven to ten business days. So I'm like, oh, okay. You <laughs> get lucky that one time in New York, though. I did get lucky. That was cool. That was the Toronto loop. Yeah, Toronto loop. He got yep. some Jordans. He got some Jordans. Wow. I lucked hmm. up and got Jordans. Oh, my. Size 15? They had them yeah. in the store? Yeah. yeah. Man, must have been a Look, return. They must, someone must have returned them to the store. They, yeah, we got one pair left. Just came in today. Hey, those go. was the Jays I rocked at uh, Takeover Toronto that, oh, <laughs> that time, no. too. I was like, yes. Hell yeah. So, yeah, being a father's fun, man. Can't wait. Yeah, glad, glad to hear you're enjoying it, man. Yep. Oh, yeah. Yep. It's an adventure every day. You know, I'm sure everyone tells you that it's the greatest thing in the world, but then when you experience it and you understand like what that means, man, I'm I'm so happy for you, man. Oh, thank you. Great. That's thank great. You. So one one other thing that I know that that we as a trio definitely try to uh try to try to do our best at is trying to like make sure that we are representing ourselves as best as we can. And another reason why I think that we like you guys a lot, because we feel like you guys are a great representation of who you are as as men, as human men out there. You know, you still portray yourselves uh, uh, as you are. And uh, I'm not trying to say like, like in real in real life and blur the lines or anything, but you guys do a great job of being uh, representatives for I'll say, you know, young, young black children who are watching wrestling for the first time, you know, because there while there were black wrestlers uh, while we were growing up and watching. Um, it's nice to see this, this generation of guys come in and try to continue to to raise the bar for all of us. So um, that's one thing that we look to you guys for as, as as well. And so we appreciate that you guys fight that fight. Oh, shoot. Thank you, man. Shoot. We appreciate that y'all fight that fight, fam. Shoot. I remember when New Day was starting. I remember when he was back <laughs> at the PC, dog. He was like, hey, we about to do this New Day thing. I was like, oh, I remember some of the promos y'all show, uh, would show me. It was crazy. Big E had the handkerchief sweating. 
You know what I'm yeah. saying? Preaching, <laughs> preaching to the masses. He said, tomorrow is a new day. <laughs> and I will promise you this. Uh, the light will come. Uh, stuff like that. <laughs> That's a hell of an impersonation. Hey, dog, you, hey, dog, you know, I could preach a little too sometimes. Not much, but you know what I'm saying? <laughs> we'll work on some stuff here and there. G3 Assistance through Virginia's Community Colleges is your pathway to a new future. Get a skill. Get a job. Get ahead. Learn more at vccs.edu forward slash G3. You guys came into the, uh, to the Performance Center at different times, right? How did you actually get like grouped together? Was it something that you guys wanted to do? Uh, and you, you came together and came up with the idea or was it something that was like thrust upon you and then you had to, you, you luckily had chemistry, you know what I'm saying? Like what was the, uh, the incubation process like? It was uh, actually at NXT TV and we had matches right behind each other. He, uh, Tez wrestled Steve Cutler and I had wrestled No Way Jose at the time and we both like, we wrestled um, we went in the back and then everybody was like, hey, y'all look great as a tag team. And then Triple H talked to us right after. He's like, hey, we're going to try you guys out. And which was cool because like we were cool before even being a tag team. So like it was it was easy. It, it made it easier us being cool with each other right off the rip. So like it felt good. And then like we already had that chemistry. Now it was just fine tuning moves, how we could put like our moves set together and like make it mesh. And then once we kind of got that and it was starting to get like, it got pretty, it was pretty, I don't want to say easy, but like, it was like, it wasn't a struggle to like keep bouncing ideas and get the move sets to put together because we, I mean, Tez is athletic. He's also powerful at the same time. I'm powerful and I'm athletic at the same time. So like interchanging that and just making it fit the way that we could. And just like, it was just, easy it just made life easier for the both of us yes i I always think it's interesting uh again just like how that chemistry works naturally you know because like for listening to you guys i hear like a lot of the same kind of elements of the way that, that that we do things not to like keep comparing us with two different teams and everything like that but it is refreshing to see like you know when things go smoothly in terms of being able to put stuff together i'm sure your like your promos and everything is it's kind of hand in glove and just works you know like y'all talk about like you know uh like we want the smoke you know and at first i was a little bit concerned because i was like dude do these guys not respect the Surgeon General's warning? You know what I mean? <laughs> I mean, they what? Kofi, you ain't you ain't that you know? old, man. You ain't you ain't that out of touch, you man. Know? Surely you've heard this phrase before. Surely. <laughs> but nah, nah. It's it's cool that y'all are able to just like, you know, just be in in sync. You know what I'm saying? So um, yeah, it's it's cool to see and to see it continue to develop, you know, because obviously you guys are very early in your career. You already won one to, you guys are what one ch- one time raw champions? Yeah, one time. Yeah, yeah. I I know there's a a lot ahead. You know what I'm saying? So it's just interesting. The longest reigning since y'all in the post-draft era. Oh, snap. Okay. There we go. There we go. It's good to see. I feel like it's, it's sometimes takes people a good while to find like what we call like your promo voice. Right. I feel like you guys have had it like 
for your entirety. And so was, was that difficult to come by or did you just always feel comfortable cutting promos together? Like, was it just from the jump, it just felt right. Or did it take a little bit of time to massage the, uh, the relationship? Well, even now still like, we'll like, we'll get the script and we'll just like go through it just because like, it's like, we want to constantly like, just, like see if like we have it. And like, uh, it's one of those things where like, uh, you guys know how like everything runs. Like it may be a part where if it's, you may go live, you may go pre-tape, you may go right now, you might go in five minutes. So we just want to like, at least have like a cadence or something down that like, no matter, like if it goes left or go, if it goes right, that we at least have like, does, does that make any sense? Where like, we just, we just make sure we have it. Uh, also like, just, I know like we even like uh, this past week <laughs> backstage and uh, like, we'll just like get promo and just make sure like they understand like a little time that we may have with a lot of time we, don't have want to make sure that they were reaching across to them in that time period. Now it would like we want us. That's like we want to smoke. Is not just like the the outstanding catchphrase. It's just like the state of life that we live in now. You know, like whatever it is, whether it's you got a test the next day, whether you got you know a doctor's appointment, whether you got a goal, whether you got a mission, whether you got a deadline, or you have something that you kind of meet. Whatever's going to come your way that day, that's the lifestyle. Well, we appreciate y'all taking the time to, to sit down and talk with us, man. This is this is fantastic. Thanks for having us, man. Thanks for, for thanks. God, dog, it, dog, I gotta <laughs> say it. I gotta say it, man. I've been trying to hold this down the whole entire podcast. Thank y'all for having us on this podcast. On the podcast. The power. The power. The power. Podcast. Big E Langston, Xavier Woods, whatever disclaimer you want to call him, Coffee, Kingston, Angelo Dawkins, Montez Ford, the New Day, and the Street Prophets have confined in the face of this earth. In the state of this earth has been, we have given you time, they have given us time to show, to show our emotions to let you know that we still fight this fight, baby. We here and we are not going nowhere. Nah. Because for tomorrow is indeed truthful, a new day. Wow, wow. As you live and you breathe and you die by four words. And that is we want the smoke. Oh. Thank you. Thank you for that. Thank you. That was, uh, yes, that was, yes. I didn't even want to say anything after. No, you know? right. I didn't even want to, I didn't even want to say anything after. Hey, can, can, you know, can, can somebody clip that? And we're going to use that as the intro to our Survivor Series match with all five of us. Come on. Oh. Put into the universe, baby. <laughs> Affirmation, yes. baby. Yes, Speak your sir. Future. Speak your future. I truly thank God for every single one of y'all. Thoughts, trophies, everywhere's been you. Thank y'all, man. Thank y'all. Thank y'all. We, we appreciate y'all. Thank, Thank you guys, man. Where can people find y'all on social media to keep up with you? Uh, you know, hold up. Let me grab my phone real quick because I can't remember. <laughs> all wait, wait, wait. You don't even know your man. social media? He's, nah, he's not, about like, oh, heart, not, oh, by not by heart, dog. Not by heart. You know what I'm saying? On Instagram, you can find me at adox underscore C-O-G. That means curse of greatness. Uh, and on Twitter, hold up. Come on, man. You don't hola, know either. Hola, hola. 
You make you made your own names, right? Your own do you, handles. Do you have an assistant? You have a, a manager, someone who tweets for you and posts for you? No, 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 none of that, dog. I just can't remember all that stuff at one time, man. That's a lot to remember. It is a lot to remember. A lot to remember. Yes. That ain't even a word. I just be making up words over here, man. But uh, Twitter, I am at Angelo Dawkins. So wait, wait, wait. Hold on, That's all it is. Hey, I thought I had something else on there though. My fault. Oh, oh. I thought I had like something like the humble one in the building. I don't know, man. Like dog. It's just your name. Oh man. And, uh, Montez, do you uh do you by chance know yours? Yes, Twitter is at Montez Ford. WWE and also Instagram is at Montez Boy. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for that. Simplicity. Yeah. It's simple because I can't remember too many things. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, you guys can catch me on Twitter and Instagram at Xavier Woods PhD on YouTube, up, up, down, down. And you can actually go watch the episode that we did with the Street Profits to learn even more about them. Ooh, you can catch me on the Twitter at True Kofi and on the Instagram at The True Kofi. We also have a, a New Day podcast shirt that you can find on WWE Shop. We also have a New Day charity tee. All the profits, the proceeds go to the NAACP Legal Defense Fund. And I also uh, want to plug my show, Laser Wolf. I voice mm. uh, a, a wolf with a cannon on its back. Uh, it's actually streaming now on HBO Max and season two should be out soon on Adult Swim. So please support that bad boy. We got Vince Staples is on the show. Quinn mm. Brunson, mm. Uh, Reginald Vell Johnson, mm. uh, who you remember from, from Family Matters as the voice of God. It's incredible. It's incredible. Okay. Okay. And uh, yeah, so please check out Laser Wolf on HBO Max currently and check for season two on Adult Swim. Thank mm -hmm. you. And if you enjoyed listening to this, which we know you did, go ahead, talk about it on the socials using the hashtag, hashtag New Day Pod. And tell your friends they can download this podcast wherever they listen to their podcast. Hit the search bar, type in the New Day, click the pink picture, the three black guys faced on it. If you want a simpler form, just go to Google, type in New Day Podcast. It'll probably be on that first page. Appreciate you listening. Thank you for your time. Yeah. And if you got any like mind uh, games, any games that are good at like getting your mind right, anything that could work, send those to Angelo Dawkins because I'm afraid for him. <laughs> I'm really worried about it. <laughs> those remember <laughs> games. <laughs> yes. Hey, hold up. Hey, E. Hey, E. I thought you said on this podcast we was going to uh, have a bottle together. I got a bottle of water. We're right not here, popping dog. bottles. We're trying we're to close the podcast. But I guess we're getting into it. You're always asking me when we're popping bottles. You've been asking me this for years. We have nothing to pop bottles about. We There'll be no popping of bottles, sir. Come on, man. Stop asking. Quit asking me about Come on, man. Bottles. You on the road. We on the road. Everybody on the road. Everybody on the road. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Right, that's, that's it, I think. I think we're done here.